and for my future children that may or may not be watching this. I just want you to write by them. Alright, 17 years old, or thereabouts, I was a high school senior. Alright, so 17, I remember that point, around that point in my life. My father, he took a nasty spill inside the house, which ended up breaking his leg, and that needs to be fixed. He had to go to the hospital. And my dad, he's, well, he was an old man. He was in his late 70s at the time. He went to the hospital originally to get his leg fixed up. But a slew of other complications, medical complications, occurred along the way, and they were pre some of them were pre-existing already, which I won't go into. So just a bunch of medical problems, which led him needing to, instead of returning home, he had to go to a nursing home to live. He can come back home to live with us, with the rest of the family. And at that point, I was a high school senior, I had an internship as well, so I had a job after school. So I remember after school, pretty much every day after school, it would either be me heading off to work or heading off to the other side of town to visit my father in the retirement home he was living in. I didn't tell anyone this. I was, I was too ashamed to let anyone know, and I didn't have any real friends, associates, but no one I consider a real friend. So I basically just, just kept that to myself. And as a high school senior, besides helping out with the menial tasks, such as maybe something needs to be brought up or bring food to my dad, or you know, a slew of other small tasks. Besides helping with that and being physically present to show my support, I didn't know how to help my family. There was someone else that was handling all the admin stuff. So from retirement, retirement funds to, but that's retirement to insurance. There was some, someone else taking care of that. I wasn't really sure what was going on there. So. That's really all I did, the menial tasks and being physically there. I didn't know quite, I didn't know how, to, how else I could help my father at that point. And I remember my mother, she said that I didn't care about my family because I didn't know what to do at that point. And those words cut deep. I still haven't forgotten them. Right, so back to my father. I remember one day I was helping with one of those menial tasks. So after school, I went to the other side of town to visit him in his retirement home. My mom said that his beard was looking quite long now, and he needed to shave. Right, so the problem with my dad was he also hurt both of his arms, so he couldn't bend them so easily to shave himself. So I helped him, one of those menial tasks, which I had done previously. So the both of us, father and son, went inside the bathroom, and I helped him shave. And normally, I'm a very quiet person. I was a quiet kid, and I didn't say much. And my dad, being the one that's being shaved, the person that is having your face shaved, you don't talk much either. So we did this mostly in silence. Right, so we're shaving just like any other time that I helped him. And my dad suddenly broke the silence. He said, 
have you begun shaving yet? He asked me, and immediately I just froze. I was thinking to myself, you're my father, it's your job to teach me these things, teach me how to shave, but you didn't. I felt really disappointed in him. You know, I'm growing up 13, 14, 15, there was no one there to teach me about the things that go, help, go on in life, especially when you go off and live on your own. You know, from knowing how to cook, knowing how to do laundry, how to talk to girls, or how to interact with other young men. My father wasn't there to show me how to do that. And my father, he spent many years living by himself as a bachelor in London, far from home. He didn't have any relatives, I believe, in England at all. So it's just him by himself. So I'm sure he learned a few things. He taught me little about living on your own. And my father, he passed away late last year. And my mother, she noticed that late last year and this year, I've been relatively indifferent about my father. I didn't think much. He wasn't on my mind much. My mother, she noticed this. So even now, almost all the times that I call her, call home, she would bring up something to the likes of, I was looking through some old things and I found this card that your father wrote you when you were 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, saying how much hopes and aspirations he has for you, how you are his only son, he has so many aspirations, he wants so many things he wants you to achieve, how proud he was when you wrote a book at 22, and how weeks before he finally expired last year, he would ask about you constantly. I was in Thailand at the time. He was in San Francisco, my family. And she was saying all these things. And first, first thing when I was in college, when I was still in college, 19, 20, 21, you know, all this extra attention that I got from my father and my mother, how they were showing more care for me at that point when I was in college, living on my own. I was in Nevada, there in San Francisco. At that point in college, with this extra attention, I ate it all up. You know, I liked it. As time passed though, you know, when I finished college and moved to postgraduate, I began having other conclusions. My logic went that they're empty nesters and all the people in their lives, they are either being seen less often or they're gone. And they needed something to latch onto, and that was me. Which gave me a bit of a reproach in the care they're showing me post-college. Especially with my father. When I was 13, 14, 15, I needed someone to, I needed a man to show me what's what. How the world works and how to do all these basic tasks so that I can one day near in the future when I was an adolescent be able to take care of myself. He rarely did that. He gave me little. And 
my mother, my mother was telling me about how much my father cared about me. When I was 19, 20, 21, up until I was 23 when he passed away, how much he cared about me then when I was a young adult. I was thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself now, it's too late. I needed him, I needed my father most when I was an adolescent, when I was neither a little boy nor a man, or somewhere in the middle. That transitionary phase, that's when I needed someone's help. Which I got too little of, it feels. So, um, you know, when he was showing me that care, you know, when I was overseas in Thailand, at that point when I was 23, I had more or less known how to take care of myself. I've been out of the house since I was 18 years old, transitioning from college to post-college to living abroad. I've done that all by myself. I taught most of everything that had, I've taught most everything that's needed to living on your own. I just learned that by myself. And through that process, I had more than enough, less than pleasant run-ins with people and obstacles as well. These run-ins with people and obstacles that I should have known about if I had the guidance when I was an adolescent, when I lacked the agency to learn it. I had these run-ins with people that has turned me a shade cynical. And this could have this transition into adulthood could have been made easier. And even now, I feel like there's holes in my life where they're not filled, which they could have been filled if there was a guiding hand. And it's part of the reason why I'm on this global odyssey now. I'm still trying to figure things out. You know, I once said that a man has two families, and as of this recording, I wholeheartedly believe that. The family that I grew up with in my childhood and adolescence, I have more or less left them in the rearview mirror. I'm still there to help if there are any emergencies occur, but for the most part, I just keep on driving. And I take the past that I, I reflect and learn on, and will continue to learn from, and project it into the future for the future family that I'll have. And for my future children that may or may not be watching this, I just want you to write by them. That's all.